What's up, friend? And welcome to the podcast. I'm Nikki Sunshine, your host, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, where I bring you powerful interviews and sometimes it's just me talking about things, (laughs) all in service of helping you to create badass, intimate relationships in your life. I do believe that the quality of my relationships strongly affect the quality of my life. And so with that, I'm here to help as many people as I can create high quality, unbreakable, truly fulfilling relationships. Thanks for being here and let's get into the episode. Welcome back, beautiful, unique, strong, curious individuals. Thank you for taking time out of your day to be here with me. It's an honor to be a part of your day. I'm Nikki Sunshine, and this is Become a Relationship Badass, the podcast. We're back with episode six today. And what I'm talking about is insecurities in relationship, specifically in partnership. But this could be applied to other intimate relationships, close friendships and such. I really wanted to talk about this because I get a lot of feedback from y'all through the um, face the Relationships 101 Facebook group and my Instagram. And a lot of you ask about this, and many of you say this is your biggest relationship challenge, feeling insecure in your partnership. And so I wanted to share what I could and see if I can offer a glimmer of um, light or guidance on that challenge for you. I want to start out by just saying, if you feel insecure in your relationship, sister, I'm pretty sure you are not alone, or brother. Um, I can say for sure, I still to this day feel insecure in my relationship sometimes. And there are moments where I feel extremely secure and empowered, and there are moments where I feel insecure and weak. So there's nothing wrong with you, and it's... It's okay to be insecure. In fact, in my view, it's more than okay. It's part of the human experience, right? And if you've been listening to me long enough, you know by now that we are all light and darkness. We have pleasant, more beautiful traits, and then we have more challenging traits. And without both, we wouldn't be fully human. So my challenge to you is to see if you can sort of rework your mindset around insecurity and is it possible for you to accept and love this part of yourself? Can it be okay that you feel insecure sometimes? It's likely that the person you're scared to tell about your insecurity has insecurities of their own. So that's Kind of my first nugget today is, let's see if we can just rewrite the story. Let's see if I can rewrite the story I carry around about my insecurities. Are they bad, wrong, too much, not enough? Or can they just be a piece of me, a part of me, 
one of my many brilliant parts. So insecurities can show up for, well, let's put it this way. I think insecurities show up because you've probably been hurt, disappointed, felt deceived, scared, lonely, lost in the past. And whatever experiences you've had in the past might lead you to feel insecure about that specific thing today. And so applying this to relationship, it's possible that you feel insecure in your partnership because you and this partner have had some challenges, some breakthroughs, some beef. Um, so it could be really close by. So an example of this might be if you and your current partner um, worked through infidelity in the past. Let's say your partner has cheated on you. You guys have worked through this, but this could... So maybe on the more um, apparent level, it's like, yes, we've worked through this. We're clear. We're doing good. However, deep down, there can still be a lot of insecurity around that. So you might feel insecure in your partnership thinking, oh, is he cheating? Or, you know, he's home late. Where'd he go? Or whatnot. Um, so that's one way it can show up. The other way it can show up is if you've had a painful experience in a past relationship, and then whatever insecurity comes from that shows up in a current relationship. So I'll be sharing an, an experience of my own with you guys later in this episode. And my example is an instance where I had an experience in a past relationship, a relationship that's done. And that insecurity now shows up in my current relationship. So it's just kind of interesting to notice if you feel an insecurity I like to just get curious. I'm like, hmm, okay, what's going on here? I'm feeling clearly insecure. You know, I can identify that feeling. What is it about? Is it that thing he's doing? Is it how I feel about that thing? You know, get really specific. What is it? And then I'll try and think back, okay, why do I feel insecure about this? Does this remind me of a painful experience from my past? Does this remind me of something I've been through with this person right here in front of me? So there's a lot of questions you can kind of ask yourself and get curious about, you know, where does this insecurity come from? And so the big, the big meat of today's episode or the big juice is um, I want to share essentially how you can actually use your partnership as a means of um, healing and transforming these wounds and these insecurities. Uh, it's, it's quite beautiful. This resonates with a lot of the work I teach, which if you guys listen to episode one, the five pillars, you know that I see relationship as an avenue and it's an avenue to healing and transformation and um, living a more authentic and loving life in my view. And so this is just another example. Um, so I think, yeah, I'll describe it a bit and then I'm actually going to play you guys an audio clip from a, a live video I did on Instagram right when I was in the midst of this insecurity I was experiencing. So it's, um, I think there's, you can get a lot out of hearing that. Um, but first I'll just kind of briefly go over the process. So if you're in a relationship and you're feeling insecure, what I like to do is 
you know, like I said, first I kind of get curious about it. I'm the type of person that when a big emotion comes up, um, I like to sit with that for a little bit and really feel into it, get curious about it, and just try and understand it more. Um, that's just where I'm at now. I It hasn't always been that way for me. Um, but there's a, yeah, I, there's a certain level of emotional intelligence that has me really curious about where my feelings of pain or insecurity or trigger come from. So yeah, first I'll get curious about it and then I will make the decision to share this insecurity with my partner. And this is why. I noticed that if I have a feeling or an insecurity or a pain point and I try to make it wrong and compartmentalize it and put it away or push it under the rug, it just seems to get bigger in my reality. Like the, like if I'm trying to ignore an insecurity and say, no, that's not real, that's wrong, it's okay, I'm not even going to address it, it seems to just get bigger in my mind space, in my heart space. I can't stop thinking about it. It's always there. And what I've learned through experience is, oh, when I just start the conversation around this kind of uncomfortable and painful thing, it's like I can breathe. There's like this big release. It's not so big in my reality anymore. Um, It's just kind of there but manageable and so this is how I like to do things Uh, so you know after I get curious about my insecurity I'm going to go to my partner essentially and I'm going to say hey are you available for a conversation I could use some support right now and with their permission I'll go ahead and just say something like hey this is really hard for me to share and it feels super vulnerable and I'm even about to cry talking about it, but I am feeling really insecure lately around this thing. Uh, you know, let's say you've been, you've been working a lot and I don't see you very much and it just has me feeling so insecure. And so I'm going to, I'm going to share that with my partner. I'm, but one note I want to say about that is when I share this, I'm going to, really drop in to the actual feeling. So while I'm sharing with words my experience, my partner can feel and see my experience in my face, in my um, the way I'm holding myself, my posture, you know, my tone. So I'm gonna versus kind of coming all guarded and saying, hey, um, I've been really insecure and um, so, you know, I want you, what, what can you do about that? It's, I want, I'm advising you to approach this more vulnerable, vulnerably and just be real because insecurity is painful. So just own that and show, look, I'm, this seriously hurts me. Like show that, um, <clears throat> I'm personally someone who gets a little alarmed and a bit turned off when someone is talking about feeling an emotion like sadness or pain or insecurity or depression but they've got a smile on their face and they're rather chipper or something like that it it feels incongruent to me like okay you say you're sad but you're smiling like this is weird Um, so I like to teach especially with certain conversations to really drop into how you're actually feeling about it and then bring it to your partner or whoever 
So yeah, I'm just going to go to them and I'm going to share this insecurity. And if I've done my research, quote unquote, um, AKA I've gotten curious, like I talked about, like I like to do at first and kind of figured out something about my insecurity, I might even share that with them. Um, you know, I feel insecure about this because a few years ago I was in this relationship and my partner stayed late at work all the time and then it came out that he was having an affair for a year. So now I'm really insecure around this. So that's just an, an example, but I would I would share that. And the reason is, <clears throat> I think understanding like my emotions and my pain actually helps me have compassion for them. Like I'm not just quote unquote crazy or too emotional. It's like, oh yeah, of course this hurts because when you think about it, you know, back then this thing happened and then that happened. And so now of course this reminds me of that kind of for you fellow like nerdy, logical, researchy nuts out there, um, it gives me like a logical path to understand my emotions, which sometimes can just confuse the fuck out of me. <laughs> so um, I like to share that with my partner when I have that data, you know, when I have that information. Because um, I think it can maybe help them be, oh, yeah, that okay, that does make sense, given, you know, that thing that happened to you or whatnot. So yeah, share, share what you can. And then this is the, the key, is asking for what you need to feel more secure in this moment. Okay, so maybe, so let's just go back to that example I just said about, um, you know, I was in this relationship a year ago and my partner would stay at work late and it led to this affair. And so now when you stay at work late all the time, it has me feeling all sorts of insecure and anxious and nervous. So maybe for this person, and you know, to figure out what you need, you're going to have to get in touch with yourself and really figure out what's going to help me relax. So for this person, maybe what's going to help them relax is if their partner's going to stay late at work, if they call them by 7.30 p.m. and they can talk on the phone for at least five to ten minutes and just catch up on the day and connect because they might not get to see each other later if he's going to stay late. Maybe that's the thing. So then you just ask your partner for that. You you just look at them and you ask. And I know half of you just cringed because what? I have to ask for my needs? Yes, you do. Not always, but mostly. <laughs> and I am guilty of this as well. But how many of you have consciously or unconsciously expected your partner to read your mind and then been upset when they didn't do it correctly? Yeah, my hands raised, <laughs> okay? And what I've learned through my experience is that it's just so much easier to ask and then I don't have to play out the whole thing where I get disappointed because you didn't know, even though I didn't tell you. And it is uncomfortable, especially at first, but every time I ask for something I need, it gets a little bit easier. I'm working that muscle, right? It's like going to the gym, lifting the weight. It's painful and it gets a little less painful every time. So I just encourage you to... to Take the dive and like say, you know what? I've been listening to this podcast. I've been getting really fired up about creating a badass intimate relationship. And I'm just going to start doing this thing where I ask for what I need. And I know it's going to be uncomfortable sometimes. And I know there's going to be times where I don't do it because I'm too scared. And there's going to be times where I'm about to do it. And then I want to back down. And then I'm going to nudge myself and do it anyway. Just make that promise to yourself today, you know, if, if that feels right for you. 
Um, I'm really into just, you know, taking, if I, if I find a practice that's going to serve me and myself and humanity and my highest good, even if it's uncomfortable, I'm just going to make a choice. All right, starting today, I do this thing now. This is how I do things. And then I, it's weird for a while and then it becomes less weird. <laughs> so little side tangent there, but hopefully that can, uh, inspire you. So yeah, uh, going back to asking your partner for what you need, it's really like whatever, what's going to calm your nervous system down? What's going to help your mind chatter go from he or she's going to leave, he or she doesn't love me, I'm too much, I'm not enough, to okay, I'm okay, I'm okay. Is it a phone call? Is it looking you in the eyes and saying, a certain something is it a certain way of touching you holding you um, you have to figure that out for yourself but find what it is and ask for it and you know be be kind and gentle in your request rather than demanding or something I, I always like to notice the tone and energy in which I ask or share something especially with my partner because I think that's where it's the easiest to kind of um slip up or you know let things slide but yeah you're just gonna ask and I think there's great power in even opening up this conversation in general you know at some point you it might even be feel right to say hey are there any insecurities you want to share with me or hey I just want you to know if anything like this ever comes up for you, I'm open and you can come to me if you want to share. You know, you can kind of keep that door open because I will say this can be really new and really alarming for some people. These big conversations can be, <clears throat> can feel overwhelming, especially to someone who maybe isn't very in touch with their feelings or doesn't talk about them much or um, doesn't examine them or express them often. Um, all of a sudden, you know, here's my insecurities and here's my pain. It, it can feel like a lot to certain people. So I want to put this disclaimer of like, you know, know your partner. Again, always ask for permission. If, if I'm ever going to bring kind of a big loaded conversation, I'm going to, you know, set some context and say, are you available for this? It's going to be a little big. It might take like, you know, upwards of 30 minutes. Are you available? Because I don't want a partner who's looking down at his email every two seconds while I'm like pouring my heart out because I didn't ask if he was available and he agreed to do it even though he knew he was going to have to be checking his email, right? Or something like that. So I'm going to ask for permission. I'm going to kind of give him a little pretext. Hey, this is, I've got some emotions I want to share. I've got some feelings. Um, and then without expecting your partner to hop on the let's share our insecurities bandwagon right away, you can just be open and kind and soft. And, you know, leave, when you begin to close out the conversation, you can leave that door open and say, thank you for giving me the space today. And I will be available to give you the space if you ever need. You know, something simple like that, where it's not like a pressure of like, okay, tell me all your feelings now. <laughs> I'm sure some of you are cringing just hearing me say that right now because I can, again, be very um, threatening to certain people, that kind of stuff. So being aware of how people are and how they're going to react, especially your um, partner, 
I think is just critical in intimate relationships. It's, it's a big piece of it. Okay, so I want to take this chance to share with you guys my um, that audio clip from the Instagram Live a few weeks back. I just think it's powerful. So that's going to be about six minutes here, and then I'll be right back with you. Good morning, Instagram. Oh, it's so nice to be here with y'all. I just spent many minutes and hours getting my latest episode of my podcast up. So that's on iTunes. You can check that out. But ultimately, I wanted to come here this morning to share a little experience with you guys. Um, that just is very real right now and is happening. Um, many of you reach out to me in terms of relationship challenges, saying things like, I feel insecure in my partnership. Or when I get in a relationship, I have insecurities. How do I deal with those? So I just had a big insecurity come up in my relationship. So I thought, what a great opportunity to share this with you all. So I'll give you a little context here. Um, Warren and I have been, well, our relationship is, is shifting because I just started working for him. And his business is growing rapidly. It's a really interesting time of that shift from, wow, I'm just scraping by monetarily, but I have no stress, not a lot of stress in my business to, wow, finances aren't, aren't an issue, but there's all these other things I can be stressed about. So um, we have been navigating the territory of working together, and which means being stressed out together. And we don't just communicate as lovers now, we communicate as like coworkers. So it's a whole different dynamic. And um, over these last few weeks, there's, we've just, particularly Warren has been really stressed out because there's tons of big orders coming in and um, just hiring more help and there's a lot going on in his business. So with that, um, our communication for this last week or so hasn't been as regular and solid as it usually is, um, especially like there's days where I leave early in the morning to go clean, which I won't be doing much longer because I've just closed my cleaning business. But um, there's days like that, so we're not together all day. And then he's here occupied on the phone, on email all day, and we don't get to connect. And I don't get to look into his eyes and, and know that we're okay. So um, what happened was we... Yeah, okay, so last week we got in a little tiff. Um, we both got triggered. We talked about it shortly after, and we reconciled, and it seemed fine. But going forward, I still felt something felt off to me energetically. I could just feel, I was like, mm, we don't feel that connected. We don't feel that synced, and something doesn't feel right. So the next day I was supposed to go out dancing and I shared a little bit about this on my Instagram post. I didn't end up going because I felt so weird between Warren and I and um, the whole point of me going out dancing was so that I could rediscover my sexuality. I wanted to be the turn on and just like dress sexy and go out with my ladies so that I could go home and feel sexual to be with my partner Warren. And so I thought, again, I had this feeling, but I didn't know what was going on. So I thought... Maybe he's not cool with me going out dancing. Is that what's going on? I can feel something's weird. So I tried to call him before we were supposed to go out dancing and I couldn't get a hold of him. And so I ultimately decided not to go. And so now leading into the next day, I came home and we talked and I was like, dude, 
what's up. Like I feel something's weird. I know you say everything's okay, but something's weird. So I came to him saying, can we talk? Because I wanted to approach this conversation. We sit down to talk. And before I can even say anything, he says, I'm so sorry. I've been so stressed. I know I've been a dick. I know I've been disconnected and distant. So that felt really good. I was like, oh, good. You felt it too. (laughs) I'm not just here like thinking or disconnected. So we talked again and got to a place of me understanding that he's really stressed. And so that's why he's been disconnected lately. And me, once we communicated this, I felt okay holding space for that. So you think, okay, now you're all good, right? (laughs) No, I'm a human. (laughs) And so I'm sure none of you can relate, but lo and behold, my insecurities popped up again. So now let's fast forward a couple days later to yesterday. Now it's been a few more days. Again, our communication lately, because we literally, both of us wake up at 6, 7 a.m. and start working. And we work until like 9, 10, 11 at night. <laughs> and that's just where we're at right now because we're both trying to build really successful businesses. And there's a, sac- a level of sacrifice and grind that comes with that. Anyone know, Anyone who's started a business knows that. And so yesterday I just start feeling again basically insecure but on the surface I'm like "Mm, he's not communicating there's another small piece that my truck's been broken and he's gonna fix it but he hasn't had time and so I've yesterday I just created this story of like cool well Warren doesn't communicate with me I barely have a boyfriend right now and on top of that I don't have a car so I'm stuck on this mountain with my non-existent boyfriend so I started to get in my head and I started to get really insecure and so my insecurity stems from my last relationship because my last relationship ended basically where there was a period of him distancing himself from me and I didn't approach him to ask about it um, because I wasn't very skilled back then. And so he was distant for quite a few weeks, maybe even a couple months, and then that led to the infidelity So then after that distance, he cheated on me. Um, After he cheated on me, I agreed, let's work this out. And then a week later, he broke up with me. So I have insecurity because of that experience around like if we're not communicating and if you're distant and I don't feel like we're on point because of my past, I start to think, oh, what's the next step? You're just going to cheat on me and dump me. And that's, that's because of my past. So yesterday I go to Warren and I'm basically in tears and I'm like, dude, what's going on? You're like, we don't feel good to me and I feel stranded and my truck isn't fixed and it just kind of comes out in a mess, right? And he was, I mean, he was there for me like he always is and he held the space and he heard me and he basically, basically what it came down to is he was like, I know I haven't been there, but I've been stressed and I'm doing this for us so we can have this future and blah, 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 blah. And I, in that moment said, you know what? I know all of this intellectually, but my little girl, I just need reassurance. Can you just hold my hand and look me in the eye and say, baby, I love you. I know I have been distant lately, but I'm working hard to create this future for us. And you're so important to me, even when I can't show it. And so I just asked him for that reassurance and he gave it to me. And I said, you know, if, if you can, I know you're really stressed. If you think of this going forward, you know, once every couple days, just give me that reassurance to relax my nervous system. 
So I guess what I want you to take away from this is if you're feeling insecure in your relationship, one way to deal with that can be to let your partner in on that. And I know how scary that is. I felt that yesterday, like, oh my God, am I going to go admit to him that I'm scared that he's going to dump me? Because A, that feels really vulnerable and I have all my self-judgment on that saying, well, that makes me needy, that makes me insecure, He's not. that's not very attractive. And it's true, I don't think it is very attractive to be with someone who's constantly extremely needy and insecure all the time. And I think true intimacy is being able to share these challenges with your partner and not just suffer alone. So if you're out there and you're feeling insecure in your partnership, my advice to you in this moment is to figure out how can I just go and share this with my partner and just be vulnerable and be real and just say, hey, can I talk to you? I'm scared. And I know intellectually, like we've got it going on and my little girl is is scared inside that you're going to leave or you're going to abandon me or whatever it is. So fellow folks who suffer with insecurity, I'm with you. I do too. And I think a lot of us do. And it's nothing we can't handle. So you're a fucking badass. And I believe in you. Um, If I'm speaking to you right now, if this really hits home for you and you want to dive deeper, send me a message. Let's talk. I'd love to hear from you, hear your story, and possibly offer support. Um, I love you guys so much. And thanks for listening to my little experience here. I will talk to you real soon. So I hope that was helpful for you guys, that little clip. Um, I think it's a nice expression of my humanness. (laughs) And really just wanting to demonstrate how healing and transformative it can be to work on these insecurities in partnership. So what I truly believe is, you know, after I'm, I'm really, I'm, I'm a total research dork, you guys. Uh, you've heard, probably heard me talk about classical conditioning before, but it's essentially the idea that we can train our brains to respond to a certain stimulus by associating that stimulus with something else over and over again. So Pavlov did an experiment with dogs where he would ring a bell and then feed them. And he would ring a bell and feed them. And he would do this over and over and over again. And eventually he would ring the bell and he wouldn't present the food, but the dogs would still salivate. So they would salivate at the sound of a bell, even though originally they salivated because of the food being put in front of them. Because they learned to associate the bell with the food and the pleasure and the salvation. So I I just love this experiment. I love this idea. I think classical conditioning is like an amazing tool that can be used everywhere so what I like to do is or the way I see it is if I share this big insecurity with my partner and we come up with you know a regime like in the example I just shared with myself and Warren where he just looked me in the eye and said you know baby we're in this together I'm working this hard for us I love you I appreciate you thank you so let's say every time my this particular insecurity boils up I go to him and I say can you please reassure me and he says that phrase or that sentence whatever it is and then you know a couple days later I get insecure and I go to him and he says the phrase and then it happens again and I go to him and he says the phrase 
And so over and over again, I'm feeling this pain and this insecure feeling, and then I'm being soothed by someone I love and trust and feel safe with. And then I'm feeling this insecure feeling again, and then I'm soothed. And then it happens that way again. So eventually my brain is starting to associate this painful, insecure feeling with the feeling of being soothed and loved and cared for. And so I truly believe that if this is done persistently and in the right way that works for both partners with true love and compassion, this can be a pathway to healing these insecurities where eventually the insecurity doesn't come up anymore. Or if it does it, I feel soothed. <laughs> so it's like associated with a good feeling. But I think more likely is that eventually the insecurity is just not present for you anymore. You've slowly retrained your associations with that experience and so I just think this is amazing I mean I'm constantly blown away by how healing partnership can be and the the ways in which we can heal certain wounds through partnership if both of us are committed skilled down to learn and you know down to show up and down to get vulnerable and be a bit messy um, it can be really beautiful, really, really beautiful. So I want to say as um, just a final note, uh, there, this is one way, and there are also other ways to deal with insecurity, right? Um, you can certainly take your feeling of insecurity and go inward and do more of an internal journey, um, absolutely. And this podcast is about healing insecurities through partnership. So I just wanted to make a note. I'm, I, I can see you uh, individualists out there like, hey, <laughs> you don't need a partner to cure your insecurities. And I hear you. I feel you. Uh, true. And yeah, so I just want to give a shout out to that. Um, I'm talking about one way to deal with insecurity, and that is through communication and compassion in partnership. So I think the big takeaways from today is, number one, there is nothing wrong with you for feeling insecure. You are just like your girl, Nikki, human being on planet Earth, and it's, it's just okay. You know, it doesn't have to be bad or wrong. Um, and this, you know... You can take this note and use that to help you hold space for other people's insecurities. I haven't talked much about this side of things, but if you're out there and, and you're like, my partner's insecure and it drives me nuts, <laughs> um, you can use what I'm saying to, to hold space for them too. Right? This is about accepting insecurities in ourselves and others. So takeaway number two, you can actually begin to heal and transform these painful feelings and insecurities by opening up the conversation with your partner or someone close in your life. It's painful, it's uncomfortable, you're going to feel resistance, and it's extremely healing, extremely transformative and beautiful. And I think the, the final takeaway is, you know, the more we judge, deny, make wrong, put in a box our insecurities, the bigger they seem to become. 
Um, for me, I'll speak for myself. They really do seem to just take up my mind. It's like, it's like I can't stop thinking about it when I try and just like shove it under the rug and act like it's not there. <clears throat> you know, what, what we resist persists, right? So by just owning that it's there and saying, all right, I'm going to deal. I feel you insecurity. I am going to deal. What's going on here? Let's figure this out. Let's go talk to who I need to talk to and let's take action and let's not let this insecurity run my life and destroy my mood and <clears throat> take over. So yeah, this has been an incredibly fun episode on insecurities in partnership. Thank you for being here. As always, you guys know I love your feedback. So let me know what you think. Leave me a review. Leave me a rating on the iTunes app. That's extremely helpful. Find me on Instagram, at Relationship Badass. Find your girl on Facebook. You can join my private Facebook tribe. It's epic, amazing group of human beings. That's at Relationships 101. I will tag all these things in the episode description. And as always, I love you guys. Seriously, I appreciate you so much. I'm so grateful that this information is useful to you. And I just, each day I appreciate the moments you take to share a part of your experience with me. So thank you. I love you. I'll catch you in the next episode. All right. See you later, badass.